0: Welcome to the Personal Project Podcast. This is a personal development podcast where I, Katie Arrington, discuss my personal project, me. (laughs) I'm an artist and life coach, and I struggled with anxiety, depression, insecurities, self-loathing, procrastination, and so much more. This podcast is my weekly update on what I'm doing to create a better life for myself. Okay, so today... I, well, let me get my notes out. Okay. So today I have like a really, really, really big breakthrough that I really wanted to share about. Um, one that I had last week and I've already have a podcast called Huge Breakthrough. Um, so this is going to be called like, like gargantuan breakthrough. Like this one was really, really big. And so I'm really, really excited to share it. Um, it's, One that, like, actually feels like there's a huge shift in my life in this last week. I mean, I'm not saying I'm, like, perfect now or something like that or things, like, really, like, crazy changed. Um, But the way I look at myself and the way I see that stuff. um, Part two, yeah, good, good. um, That's a good way to look at it. Um, Okay, so for all of my life, I've, like, considered myself as someone who's, pretty insecure and I've also considered myself as someone who like doesn't really love themselves so let me just explain like what my evidence is as that like when I look at my past and stuff as this person who's insecure so I've always had this judgment on myself like when I was between like middle school to high school kind of age where I was dressing really like goth punk kind of, like, tomboy. But I was going through all these phases. Like, I tried emo, then I tried scene, then I tried all this stuff. Like, I was trying to figure out who I was, I guess. And I kept trying to change the way I dress, even though I was all in this, like, alternative fashion type thing. Um, Anyway, I, like, look back on that, and I think, like, oh, that was me trying to be cool. I was totally a poser. I wasn't really, like you know, um, that was me not loving myself. That was me not accepting myself. That was me kind of being fake. Okay. So that's one evidence that I have. I look back on that and I'm like, Oh, that's so embarrassing. Like that was so me, like not being myself. And then another thing I did was I went to New York city, like I moved to New York city, but I had such bad social anxiety that I didn't make any friends for the two years I was there. Um, and then eventually I left to a different school. And so that, that's, like, another evidence of me being insecure. Like, I couldn't handle being in New York City. Um, some other evidence is that, well, Paul, you know this. Like, I moved to California for the Disney internship. But I didn't end up taking the job that I was offered by Disney. Instead, I decided to go back to Seattle to be with my ex, like, to get back together with my ex. And that, to me, again, more evidence because I'm like, whoa, like, I moved across states for a job, and then I moved across states again for a guy. Like, look at me go again, like not having any self-confidence. Um, then, after four months of living with my boy, my ex-boyfriend at that time, and getting an apartment, and everything, like um, getting a contract signed and everything, I broke up with him. Um, and there was so much money wasted on deposits and contract breaking and all that kind of stuff. And then I ended up quitting my job to like travel. Um, so I look back at that and I think like, wow, oh my God, that was so impulsive. That was so irresponsible, yada, yada. Okay. And then the last thing is like, I mean, there's a few, right? But these are just like my, the ones that I'm using. Um, and then the last thing was like, I intended to travel for a year. I intended to like, you know, go out there and do it for a year. Like that was my initial intention and my commitment, um, However, I wasn't exactly, like, really taking in cultures, right? Like, I didn't go out there and I was like, oh, I want to explore, like, what Vietnamese culture really is like. In the end, I pretty much just got really drunk a lot. Like, that's what I ended up doing. And then in the end, too, I cut my trip short and I put everything, like, on hold because of a guy. Like, I met somebody on the road and, um, yeah, I just, like, totally let go of that year-long thing to be with this person so like I look at that past and I just totally saw somebody who was like super impulsive super neurotic irresponsible insecure like needed validation unstable (laughs) um clearly somebody who like didn't love themselves and was making life so much harder on themselves um so then, like, me getting on this whole, like, personal development and self-improvement journey, like, that was me kind of thinking, okay, like, I don't want to do this anymore, I want to learn how to love myself, I want to be more confident, like, okay, I'm going to draw a line in the sand now, right, like, today, that <laughs> on this journey today, I am now learning how to love myself, or, you know, gain confidence, all that kind of stuff, so... That's still, like, that was still, like, my mindset, Um, and, you know, it felt good, right, to be on this path, to be on the path of, like, oh, wow, look at all that, what I'm learning about myself, Um, and I got tastes of it, right, like, on an intellectual level, like, we learn so much about how to love yourself and all that kind of stuff, so I had, like, an intellectual understanding of it, Um, and then last week, I got a call, um, I got on a call with my coach, so with my own coach, and... I'm not going to give the details of like, like, you know, what we really, really talked about, like the actual um, like circumstances, I guess, because it's all about a recent relationship. Right. And I don't want to talk about another person, but essentially I was telling her once again, like, oh, I did something because I didn't love myself. Right. Like there's this thing that I did in the past And, like, here's more evidence, right, that I didn't love myself, and that's why I'm on this journey, because I want to learn how to do that. Um, To me, like, it felt like fact, right? Like, it totally felt like fact that, like, yeah, I did that because I didn't love myself. Like, somebody who loves themselves wouldn't do that, yada, yada. Um, And so here I am being somebody that is insecure and doesn't love themselves again, but I'm working on it. And then she asked me, okay, she asked me, okay, but how is it actually, like, what you did, something that was, like, how is that actually a self-loving thing that you did that? And (laughs) it felt like my brain, like, put on the brakes and was like, whoa, what? Like, I can actually look at that as something that is, like, self-loving? Like, I'm allowed to do that? (laughs) Like, what is going on? And so then, like, my mind totally started to, like, open up and kind of, like, okay, well, in that instance, I was able to, you know, I gave her a reason. Okay, I guess maybe it is self-loving that I did that because of these reasons. And then once I answered that for her, I was like, oh, shit, like, I just wait so wait a second so I can actually look at all the things I did in the past and like that I could find reasons how that was actually like very self-loving wait so are you saying (laughs) this whole time I actually am somebody who loved myself this whole time like are you serious can I actually do that am I allowed to do that like is somebody gonna like slap me if I if I do that so then I started, like, thinking about, you know, the evidence that I was talking about earlier and how actually I could see that as ways where I was totally, like, loving myself. Um, okay, so the first thing I said was about, like, dressing goth. Um, I'm not sure if you, you were here, Tyler, but, like, I was. this is all my evidence of, like, why I was insecure. And one of the things I was thinking was, like, okay, like, when I was dressing goth or, or punk and stuff when I was young... I, I totally saw that as, like, me being a poser, me being fake, yada, yada. Um, but now I'm like, oh, wait a second. That was, like, my young middle school self just trying to gain some confidence. Like, she saw other people dress that way, and she thought it was really cool. And so she wanted to feel cool, so she tried to dress that way too, you know? But, like, she didn't know at the time... That you're supposed to change your thoughts, not your actions, if you want to feel cool or if you want to like yourself more. But this was her, like, attempt at it, right? Like, this was her trying, and it's really cool that she was willing to try, that she was willing to go for it. And, um, and it was very loving of her to try. So, like, no, it's not necessarily, like, a fake or poser thing to do. Um, okay. And then another thing was, okay, I took a risk from moving from Indonesia to New York city. And like, I learned so much about myself while I was there. And then I also, that was the first time I like sought for a, I went to look for a therapist because I wanted to understand what was going on, why I wasn't making friends, why I was so like socially anxious, all this kind of stuff. And the fact that I was willing to go to New York city and all that kind of stuff, like That to me felt like, holy shit, like I was willing to do that for myself. Um, Okay, third thing was that, you know, I decided when I went to Disney and then I went back to Seattle, I decided that I wasn't going to take a job that was underpaying me. Um, And right now, I'm really, really glad I never took that job. Um, And I took a risk, right, to give my old relationship one more try. Like, I, I took that risk. And again, I was willing to take a risk for myself. Um, okay, and then the fourth one was when I ended up quitting my job so I could travel. Again, another thing where I was willing to take a risk for myself. Like, I still didn't know that I was supposed to change my thoughts. I still didn't know all about beliefs and all that kind of stuff. Um, so I kept changing my circumstance and changing my actions to try and make myself happier. But still, like... I was willing to do that, I guess. I was willing to take that risk. And that, to me, like, now that I'm seeing it differently, like, that totally is an act of self-love. Okay, and then the last one is cutting my trip short for a guy. I really remembered, though, like, when I made that decision, I had this thought in my head, like, I'm going to really learn a lot from this. Like, I could feel it that I was going to learn a lot from this relationship. And I really did. Like, this, this this most recent relationship... Um, it's probably like, you know, put me on a totally different trajectory on my, in my life. So yes, I like, you know, um, ended my trip early, but like, again, I was willing to fail and I was willing to take a leap of faith to see if like this could work out. Um, so yeah, like I said, right, like I thought there was this line in the sand of like, okay, in the past, I didn't love myself, and now, um, not necessarily that I do, but, like, I'm learning, right? Like, like it's like, there's a date that this started, um, but now I'm seeing how everything in the past, I it's like, holy shit, I am somebody who's always loved myself. Like, that's really crazy. Like, I sucked at it. <laughs> but I tried and I was always willing to take care of myself or I was willing to do all that stuff to just see what would happen for me. And so it's like, yeah, it's just this identity shift. Like I thought, I really thought like loving yourself was a destination, right? Like I thought it was like, oh, like you do these things until you get there. But really what you can do is just look at everything that you've done and decide like that was an act of self-love or that was an act of, um, yeah, that was an act of you trying to take care of yourself, no matter what it is. Like, we can, we can shift our perspective to see anything in any way that we want. We get to decide that. So, like, now I, like, have this really pretty amazing belief that, like, I always take care of myself. Like, I always will. And that I also have always loved myself, which that was really, really shattering for me when I was on my call with my coach. Um, And I can feel it like, I can also feel that it's, like, a big one in particular because I've had a lot of dreams lately. Um, a, like, 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 my subconscious is trying to hold on to the old belief. Because, you know, they say that, like, your subconscious is only seven years old. So, like, um, it's like, yeah, like, your, your brain, um, your subconscious brain, right? Like, from the ages of zero to seven, your brain accepts everything in your life as truth at that point. And so then, like, um, and then when you're dreaming, that's kind of your subconscious brain, like, playing itself out. Like, it's just, yeah, it's going, you know, it's, it's, it, I think, and I feel that's pretty true. Because oftentimes, I'll have dreams that feels like it's these underlying beliefs. Um, But anyway, so, like, I've been having a lot of dreams where I think my subconscious is kind of panicking. And it wants to hold on to that old identity. Because, like, when we shift identities, when we create new identities, or when we, like, let go of identities, it's super, super uncomfortable for our bodies, for our brains. It's, like, all very, very uncomfortable. So, like, that's why I think my subconscious is panicking because it thinks, like, it thinks we've survived this long believing that I didn't love myself, right? Like, if I, if I believed I loved myself, then why would I change? Why would I make improvements, but, like, that's not how it works. It's, like, the more positive we are with ourselves, the more likely we are to change. Um, change comes from love, not from hate or fear. So, anyway, like, this was a really big deal for me. Um, yeah, I just, like, I, I would have these dreams where, like, where I would, like I said, like, right, our subconscious minds is, like, seven years old. So I would have these dreams where I was pretty much acting like a child, <laughs> where I was really dependent on somebody else for my happiness or from my or for my feelings, all that kind of stuff. So like, um, it's like feeling like oh my, and then so I would wake up after these dreams and I would be like, oh like that that is the that is the identity I'm trying to let like go of, right? Like being dependent on somebody else for um, just how I feel and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, that felt really big to me. (laughs) I think that's really crazy. Um, you know, I thought I didn't love myself was a fact. Okay. Like I thought it was a fact and that's really the problem with us humans is when we think our thoughts and our beliefs are facts. And so when we start to start, like once we start to like let go of what is thought and what is fact, um, yeah, I'm just feeling, like, really grateful for my coach. Like, I just feel really, really grateful for this, you know, for this journey, all that kind of stuff. Um, like, I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it. I'm just really, really happy. I just, I, like, just can't, I never thought that that was possible. I never thought that I was allowed to believe that this whole time, like, I I did take care of myself and I did love myself. Thanks so much for listening, guys. If you want to get some deep, personalized mindset work done, DM me on Instagram or book a free coaching call in the link in the description. You get to relax and get things off your chest in a safe, judgment-free zone. I promise I'm super nice and friendly. If you like my work, you can follow me on Instagram at Katie Illustrates. And if you like success mindset and confidence inspiration, you can follow me at my coaching Instagram at Katie fucking Arrington. Have a badass day today. Make yourself proud and I'll talk to you next week.